Yet when we know who we truly are, that's when we can show up in our fullness, in the full expression of who we are in front of a camera. We don't shrink. We don't make ourselves small. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Unstoppable Woman podcast. I am super excited to be here with you today. Thank you for being a loyal listener and for, you know, downloading our stuff and engaging and sharing and all of that. And if this is your first time here, super excited to have you as well. Please give us feedback. We love hearing from you. What do you want to hear? What do you want uh, to learn about what landed from this episode. We want all that feedback, so please give it to us. In this episode of the podcast, we are going to be looking at photo shoots, particularly brand photo shoots for your business. How you show up and present yourself is important, not only to your customers, but to you. It will represent your energy in this world, what you are communicating to your potential clients and customers, your existing clients and customers, your partners, your collabs, your um, your team even. We have a lot of discussion behind the scenes on which photos we like best. You know, in our Skype chats with, with everyone on the team, we take polls, we ask for what's the right photo for this uh, initiative that we're doing, this marketing campaign that we're doing, this presentation, whether it's for you know the summit or some new teaching that we're doing or for the podcast. Hey, go back and look at our website, our podcast graphics, and you'll see a variety of different photos. Sometimes we nail it and sometimes we don't. Sometimes it's like, that's good enough for now. That's not the exact right photo for this topic but it's good enough. But take a look, there's so much variety in there. And the way we get that is through doing photo shoot after photo shoot after photo shoot. And I'll tell you exactly how I work that into my schedule and my business. But take a look at that. It, you can go to theunstoppablewoman.com slash listen, and you can just scan through all of those podcast episodes and see the different kinds of graphics that we use. Obviously, you need a good bio image, you need some good photos for your website. But heck, social media is is huge now. And of course, the selfie is tremendous. And you can take snapshots here and there. But it's always lovely to have a really good photograph or photographs that you can use in different places on social as well. So keep that all in mind for why you might want to consider upping your game with brand photo shoots and doing it consistently over time. Now, this is one of the things that I have built into my business, and I'll tell you exactly how I've done that in a moment. But it's also one of the things we built into our flagship program, The Spirit of Wealth. The women in that program get what we call a transformational photo shoot because of my experience with this. We, we do it at two retreats every year so that they can see the evolution of themselves. Because for me, it was an immense tremendous evolution and it's one of the things that I share at the summits that we do like this is who I was 10 years ago look at this photo shoot 
this is who I was last year. Look at that photo shoot. This is what I am this year. Look at how much I've grown even in the last year. And that is something that is a really powerful experience to have. It requires, though, that you're available for feedback, available to see what you don't like in those first few photo shoots. Heck, in the most recent photo shoot I did, I was like, oh, that dress didn't work duly noted and I'll get to the to to picking out clothing in a moment but just to give you a little preview on that I chose actually my stylist chose a bunch of options for me for a variety of different uh, events that we were doing not all of which were going to be photographed so she's not you know responsible for this and I picked this dress I thought oh that'll be a great dress for for this small intimate retreat that we were doing it's a living room session that happens in my house this perfect outfit love it and it had a geometric pattern on it. All of those photos, maybe not all of them, but you know, we got hundreds of photos back and five of them might be good because that pattern just did not read well on camera. So I learned something every time I do photography. Geometric, geometric prints, patterns don't work well for me in photography. Maybe they work well for you, I doubt it, lesson learned. But you have to be available for that feedback. You can't knock yourself down at the knees and say, anything that I don't like in these photos is going to crush me emotionally, therefore I won't do the photos. If you want to really up your game and, and better your best and, and really start representing yourself to yourself and to the outer world as the woman you know yourself to be but have not yet stepped into, you must go through the process of, of taking photos of yourself, doing brand photo shoots, because they are such a reflection and you cannot hide. You cannot hide. You are going to see, oh, look, my hair looks a mess. Oh, look, my hair doesn't work like that. Oh, look, the print doesn't work. Oh, look, lighting matters. Oh, look, my makeup looked terrible there. Oh, look, I was smiling with a grimace, right? Like you can, you need to get that feedback so that you can up your game. And 99% of that feedback is around your energy. Okay, maybe 80% is around your energy. And 20% is around all the tactical things that I'm about to share with you. Now, those tactical things affect your energy, so they are important. What do I mean by that? You look at yourself in the mirror and you love what you see because you feel put together, right? Your hair is done, your makeup's done, you love your clothing, you feel fit, you feel strong. You're gonna show up in your photo shoots so much more powerfully. You're gonna be having fun, you're gonna feel great, and that's gonna emanate through your energy into the lens of that camera, and it's gonna be captured. And that is what, that's what you want. That's how you wanna show up. Now that is not where I was when I began this journey. Let me just tell you, I didn't like, drop from Mars knowing how to do a photo shoot. In fact, that first photo shoot is so awkward to look at because I am so uncomfortable with myself. Am I not beautiful? No, the essence of who I am is there. Am I, am I lesser than because I'm awkward? No, of course not. That is not what I'm saying. But when I look at that photo of myself, that even then was not how I saw myself. It wasn't who I 
knew myself to be. And yet that was how I was presenting. So there was this dissonance, there was this gap. And I wanted to close the gap. Doing those first photo shoots showed me the the extent of the gap that was there. And I didn't even really know how far I was going to come in terms of owning myself, owning the way I, I was in front of the camera, owning myself, ownership. What do I mean by that? That was a little bit of a, a double thing, owning yourself, ownership. But like, I speak a lot about self-ownership for women because we, we start making ourselves small, contorting ourselves, trying to be everything to other people and not knowing who we truly are. Yet when we know who we truly are, that's when we can show up in our fullness, in the full expression of who we are in front of a camera. We don't shrink. We don't make ourselves small. We don't say we're not good enough for this world. And you might not be saying that to yourself consciously, but I want you to look at this with a level of transparency and honesty as best you can to really see if you're rejecting showing up in front of the camera, booking a photo shoot, sometimes even photographers who are behind the camera a lot are really resistant to being in front of the camera. They're, they're not used to being on the other side. And I'm always coaching my photography clients on that because if they are able to make that transition and get to the other side, they, they step into more ownership of who they are. And that is freedom. Because when you're afraid to be seen, it's saying, this is super important, you guys. When you're afraid to be seen, it's saying, you're not, you're, you're saying to yourself, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough for this world. I'm not good enough for other people. It's a, it's a place of low self-worth and you have to bust through that. You have to move through that. And I don't care if that's being seen in lives, on social media, if that's being seen in your marketing, if that's being seen when you pick up the phone and call someone, it's showing up in this world. And photography is one of the most powerful tools to help you get over your visibility blocks. Okay, what else do I want to say here? I didn't realize that I wanted to be a fashion model when I started this process. And of course, I'm not a fashion model. That is not really what I want to do. That's not the career I want. However, I do find myself experiencing this more and more because we we put on these events and I I I do the the photography and I get my hair done, I get my makeup done, I have a stylist and I have a fantastic photographer. And all of that was an evolution over time. For sure, I did not start that in at that level, okay, hiring all these people, and I will take you through in a minute what that evolution was, and I feel like it's very important to start where you're at. Just start. That's so important. Just start. You can you can up your game as you go. But if anything that I'm I'm speaking about now, like the after picture, if you will, is calling to you, go make that happen for yourself. Don't delay. Okay. You can you can jump a few rungs if that's where you're at. Okay. So I now I I have a great photographer who's like next level. I do these you know, we did a photo shoot in New York where we had uh, an incredible team of people who were 
styling me, had the amazing light. Everyone was working at the same time. It was amazing to see professionals put on a high level photo shoot. And it was, it was great. It, it felt amazing. And this is one of those things that I like to, to share with my clients. And like I mentioned before, we do that as part of the transformational photo shoot in the spirit of wealth. I, I love for them to be attended to. Now, we don't do hair and makeup and all of that, and the photo shoots are much shorter than if you were to to hire someone and spend, you know, it was several tens of thousands of dollars to make that happen. So, you know, there's a, there's a difference in um, investment there as well. So we, but we do give that experience because it's so important. I think... I think fundamentally, and you might disagree with me. So if you if you agree with me, let me know. You know, post a comment in in the comment section, or you know, if you disagree with me, post a comment then too. I'm really interested in knowing what you think about this. For me, I think my clients, when I talk to them behind the scenes when no one's listening, they tell me they just want to be seen. They want to be presenced. They want to be acknowledged as beautiful in this world. And when you're in your business, oftentimes, not for everyone, but oftentimes you're strongly in your masculine, which is all about impressing into the world, um, really having structure, really um, making things happen. Now, the, the feminine is, does as well, but it does with a different kind of energy. And it likes to receive as well. And part of getting a great photo shoot done is receiving. It's like, I receive being seen. Now, you're in there. You're doing stuff. You're in front of the camera. That's an action for sure. But when you... When you experience a next level photo shoot and and you really start stepping into owning the beauty of who you are and being seen it is such a fundamental validation now for me those like I said previously those first few photo shoots in fact quite a few of them I didn't like what I saw my hair was messy I felt awkward in the photos my smile was not radiant it showed my nervousness, not my power. Um, my clothing was rumpled, not not pressed. Oops. Okay, so that's a tip right there. You know, iron, you know, uh, steam, do what you need to do to have fresh, clean-looking clothing. Buy it new for the photo shoot. In the beginning, I didn't buy it new for the photo shoot. I just used what I had and start where you're at. Okay, do not make that the thing that stops you. I don't have the right clothing. Do not make that the thing that stops you. And some people already know how to style themselves. I didn't. I was someone who was generally a little bit frumpy, okay, in terms of my clothing and how I was put together. Other people aren't. Other people already know how to do this. Start where you're at. Don't let either camp that you're in hold you back and go get that first photo shoot. But if you're a little bit further along in the process, maybe you've had a few photo shoots, you probably want to up your game. I started buying clothes for myself for photo shoots. The first, the, 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 the next photo shoot 
that I did, I didn't do that. Let me go, go, um, in order. I used the clothing that I had that I thought was great. And I, I had a friend who was a really good amateur photographer do the photo shoot. That was not a good idea. He was good, but he had no idea how to do photo shoot for branding purposes. Hire a professional, okay? Um, but I started where I was at. It was what I could, I, I, the story I told myself was it was what I could afford at the time. Um, but I really could have afforded a photographer who was professional. I just didn't know that I could at the time. My, my, I was in the weeds. My, I was in the story of scarcity. And, and yet that wasn't true. But I, I used the clothes that I already had. Okay, the next photo shoot I did, I was like, this is not a good use of my time. Look at this. I got feedback from that. This isn't working. That, that I could have upped my game sooner. Let's do it now. So I hired a photographer who, who, whom I really thought was good. And here's a tip. When you're looking at photographers, heck, when you're looking at photographers, stylists, hair and makeup artists, the whole shebang, go look at their Instagram feed. See if you like what they are putting out. Look at their website. They'll have galleries there. See if you like what they're putting out. Or maybe they have a Facebook page. See if you like what they're putting out. If you don't like what you're put, they're putting out, don't hire them. That has been a really good rule for myself. At first, I didn't know how to look at, at photographers, and I had someone on my team who was more, you know, she was my designer for, for years, my graphic designer for years. I had her give me feedback and say, what do you think of these three photographers? And she had a much better eye than I did. I didn't know what to look for initially. But this has really served me well. And when I don't listen to that, it doesn't serve me well. And that just recently happened at our latest, uh, most recent summit in, in Miami. Uh, we hired a hair and makeup artist and they were given to me by our event producer. What do you think of these? And I was like, I don't, that's not the style that I'm looking for. The, she, none, nothing in that Instagram feed looks like me. I want California. I want fresh and dewy. I want approachable. I don't want harsh. I don't want, um, you know, over dramatic. Like I want natural. Now it's, it's very interesting. You have to realize that there's this, this, um, dichotomy or conflict because you need a certain amount of makeup for it to read well on camera and especially on video and especially if you're going to be on stage and yet you don't want it to be too much and you need to be working with someone who knows just the right amount to use. There's also the like, I like fresh and dewy, which has a little glow. I want my clients to be able to see my skin and, and see me and yet there needs to be a certain level of makeup for the camera. So there's always this, this play back and forth. But back to the topic of looking at the Instagram feed, I was a no. And my event producer was like, well, she's done Beyonce. She's done Oprah. She's, you know, I, I question the, the validity of wherever she got that based on the experience that I had because that the the women who came to do the hair and makeup were lovely human beings 
but they weren't at the level that I needed them to be. And they, they actually didn't know. I learned something great at that conference, which, or that summit, that experience. Up until then, I had hired hair and makeup artists and all of them knew how to do updos, downdos, all sorts of uh, hairstyles. Turns out some makeup artists don't know how to do updos. That's not their specialty. I had no idea. So now I know that goes into the, the mix. We need to ask them if they know how to do this. And, you know, for years I'd never had that experience, but I'm never not going to have that. I'm never going to have that experience again because that was, you know, we, we ran across people who, who didn't know how to do that. And quite frankly, that caused some chaos in, you know, the getting ready. And we, we've had to find someone else for the second two days who was great, but that stuff happens. Pulling back the, the, the curtain on that, that st- stuff happens. So a couple lessons to pull out of that. Look at, really look at their, their Instagram feed or whatever they have as samples and trust your gut on it. I, I, sh- I, sh- I made an expedient decision to go with the recommendation and it wasn't a good one for me. For me, it would have been a good one for someone else, but it wasn't the style that I wanted. So that's an example of learning from the experience and a big lesson that I had to learn. One other, well, there's going to be a bunch more here that I would say is hire the best hair, makeup, and photographer that you can hire, okay? Make it a stretch for you financially. It, it's great to get a good deal and not always will the most expensive photographer, hair and makeup artist, uh, clothing make the best, uh, give you the best result. So you want to triangulate. So let me be clear. You want to, to look at the photographer's work. You want to look at the hair and makeup artist's work and you want to look at the stylist's work and see if it suits you and is at the quality level that you desire. If it is, and it's over your mental budget, stretch yourself, okay? Stretch yourself. Don't just hire the most expensive person because they're the most expensive person. That's not using your intelligence to make a good decision for yourself. You wanna look at the quality of the work that they do and and see if you can uh, stretch yourself to to hire them because you'll get a better result. You'll get a better result. And part of the reason why I now do hair, makeup, and have a stylist help me is that I know that those are not my skill sets. I don't, I don't know how to do an updo to save my life. But there are people who do, and I think I look fabulous with an updo. You know, I can put my hair up in a ponytail, but I haven't spent the time to learn how to do that for myself. If you have, that's fantastic. But if you haven't, hire experts. It's so important. It's a self-worth piece. It's really saying, I am worth it. And when I do this, I look at myself and I feel great about myself. And that radiates out through the camera. That radiates out through the camera. That gets expressed out into the world. So that's super, super important. That's super, super important. I've already mentioned that we do photo shoots at 
events, but let me explain that a little bit further so you can see if this is a good fit for you. In the beginning, I would just do a photo shoot separately in my business because I wasn't doing events. I wasn't thinking along those lines either. And I just did it as, you know, separate event, hire a photographer, hire a hair and makeup artist that, that I guess it was uh, first photo shoot was me just hiring a photographer clothes I already had second photo shoot was hiring a friend asking asking a friend to do me a favor and using clothes I already had third photo shoot was getting hair and makeup done at a salon and then driving to the photographer's studio and then a second I did it with the same photographer at my house in the same way. So that was an up level and I bought new clothing for that. I didn't work with a stylist. I just went to a store and bought up level clothing for me. I invested at a higher level and boy, did those photos, the result of those photos was so much better. I was like, oh, I get it this is why you do these things. This is why you do these things. And then I started doing photography for events and I hired a stylist and that was great. I hired her once and she, she really helped me pull together the styles for an event. I might've done one event first on my own without a stylist and realized I needed a stylist. And at that event, I did hire a photographer and we did photography at the event in the morning before I started at some breaks and during the event. And that was really useful. One of the things I noticed in the photography that I didn't really get when I looked at myself in the mirror, just in general, was that I had gained some weight quite significantly. And I was like, huh, that's not who I want to be. I didn't make myself wrong or bad, but I really was like, hmm, that's not who I want to be. And that started a process of letting go of the weight, getting into shape. And that was huge for me. I will also say that when I went shopping with that stylist, because this was a stylist with whom I worked in person, I realized I couldn't fit into a lot of the pretty clothes that I wanted to fit into and that I wasn't an appropriate size. Now it's for those clothes, for that clothes, that clothing brand or that clothing line. Now I want to say something that was a big wake up call for me. When I started to shop at nicer stores like Neiman Marcus, I, the, the, this, they, they tailor things for you. The, salesperson who's there, who's helping you will say, you know, if we took this in by an inch, it would hang beautifully. Or if we raise the hem on this, it would work beautifully. And I just did not know that off the rack did not mean off the rack, that you can take an off the rack item and get it tailored and then it fits so beautifully. And I, I did that when I was a little bit overweight and over my weight, over my natural weight. And I do that now, even though I am more, um, you know, uh, uh, consistent with the sizing that's out there. 
so I don't have to go up a size. I, 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 there are still dresses that are too big or dresses that are too long and you have to change that. You have to um, hire a tailor to do that. Now, another thing that you need to look at with this is having, giving yourself time to pick out the clothing, giving yourself time to hire the hair and makeup artist, hire the, the stylist, hire the photographer. You need to give yourself time to try on the clothes. You know, now there's less going out to stores and more getting things sent to me. And that's great. Now I have a great stylist who works remotely with me. We FaceTime, we Zoom, we, she has a, um, lookbook for me that she puts items up on and then I just buy them online and they get sent to me. Now that, that took me a while to get to that level, but that's where I'm at now. And I, I just, you know, I, I have that process dialed in, but it does take time. I'm not a natural at styling. I joke about having gone to girls school in my 40s like I learned how to be a girl quote unquote in my 40s like how to put on makeup how to style yourself all of that but it doesn't come completely naturally to me so I have to give myself that time and that is a self-worth piece giving yourself that time so after that initial uh, event with the stylist, with the photographer, I realized that this was a really good thing for me to engage in. And I started to do it at every event that I did. And I would get my hair and makeup done and I would get, uh, I would figure out what I was wearing in advance and I would take the photography. Now, this allowed me to have these talismans of who I was and who I was becoming. And this is so important. Who are you becoming? You need to, to, to see who you're not. Maybe you see something that you don't like in the photography. Like for me, it was my arms in that sleeveless shirt showing that I had gained 20 pounds. That wasn't who I wanted to be. It wasn't the truth of who I was. I wanted to to step into this kind of life and being this kind of person, and that gave me feedback. So they serve as feedback, they, but they also serve as talisman, meaning like when you get a great photograph of yourself where you're really owning yourself, it represents perhaps the next level of who you're being. There's an aspect of yourself that's that now, but it captures your next level, your next step. And I see this all the time, still, still. I look at photography that a year ago, I was like, wow, look at me. Who is that woman? She's amazing. How did I become her? That's incredible, right? It's like this wake up call kind of experience when you first see the, the photograph. But then a year later, you're like, wow, I've changed so much since then. Look at these photographs. That is such a tremendous experience. So, so these, are, these are physical representations of who you were and who you are becoming. And they work in both directions. And a good photographer can really help you with that.
can really help you with that. So, so don't cheap out on the photographer. Another thing to look at when you're looking at the photographs that you get back is when you don't like something, what's your perspective going to be? Are you going to make yourself wrong? Are you going to say, see, you shouldn't be visible? Are you going to become smaller? Are you going to, to berate yourself? Or are you going to step forward and say, wow, that's something that I like, but that's something that I'd like to improve. Are you going to take action based on the feedback? That's so important. It's also important to step out of the blame game. Don't blame the photographer. You're 100% personally responsible for all your outcomes. You chose that photographer. You showed up in a particular way. You have to step forward and say, okay, great lesson. Need to hire a different photographer. Spend more time on that. Be clearer about what I want. Prep ahead of time. Get into the mood. I need to own myself more. I need more practice, right? This is, you have to step out of the blame game if you are going to up level in your business. And this is one of the ways you can practice that. And you need to practice again and again, being comfortable with yourself, owning yourself, being able to take direction from a photographer, right? Being, being coachable by the photographer. All of that is practice over time. It's a learning game. Some other tips that I have, and I'm going to go very practical here, are let's, let's start with clothing. Have you planned out your clothing? Do you have enough different outfits? How many outfits are you going to have? Do you have outfits that you can change into without messing up your hair, right? Like you have to pull it over your head. What's going to happen with your hair? Is that, that opening big enough? right? Do you have time to change into all those different outfits? What are the different feelings that those outfits communicate? Is that what you want to communicate? Um, I mentioned this already, but is it steamed? Is it ironed? Is there lint on it? Like make sure. Okay. Then, um, consider how it's going to hang on you and thus look in the photographs when you're standing and when you're sitting. Something can look beautiful when you're standing up, but you sit and it stretches a funny way or it's rumpled or it just doesn't hang well. Make a note of that. Or something might look great when you're sitting, but when you're standing, you're, it doesn't, it's not flattering. It doesn't look good. So really look at it from different angles. Really figure out what colors look good on you, what uh, patterns look good on you. This is where a stylist can really help. But, you know, I did that for myself initially by myself. It, it was either a yes or a no when I, when I put it on in the, the dressing room. I just was like, I'm only going to buy things that make me feel freaking alive and powerful. Like anything that's, mm, will this work? Can I make this work? Eh. Like that's a no, that is a no. So that, that is important. And, and your, your style is going to evolve. My style has certainly evolved. It, it, you can see in the photo shoots that not only how I hold myself evolves, but you know, my, my hair and makeup artist was just saying, oh, I think you're going from like rocker 
you've gone from rocker to rocker couture to like more just couture. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I still kind of feel rocker, but there's a different vibe coming through, different energy coming through. Speaking of energy, your energy matters. If you are rushed, if you are frustrated about something else that just happened, it's going to come through in your photos. I just had that experience. I'm, you know, I'd love to say to you, I never do that, right? That I'm perfect, perfect, but I'm not. I just had an experience where I was not in the best headspace when I went into the photography and those photographs did not come out well, did not come out well. Now you could say, oh, that hairstyle wasn't good or that dress wasn't the right dress to wear. And I would agree to some degree that, yeah, that, that hairstyle, that was a miss. I, I need to give more feedback on these things. And that dress didn't work geometric patterns. That's why the photography didn't come out so well. But, but beyond that, my energy, my mood, I was not in the right headspace. And it came out in the photography. And there's nothing you can do about that once that's done. Okay, there were, there were like maybe three or four photos out of all of them that actually were good, that actually are usable, that I had, I dropped in and I was like, oh, that's a, that's my energy. I got that. So really pay attention to your energy. The next tip that I want to give you is know what kinds of shots you want. Have a shot list in advance and give it to the photographer. Now, if you have someone on your team who is supporting you, they can have the shot list to checking off and making sure that you get those shots and giving some direction to the photographer. But have that, have the photographer, have it on their phone, checking it. So what kind of shots might you want? You might want big smile shots, serious shots. You've got it shots. We're enjoying life shots, quizzical shots. You might want shots of you pointing in a particular direction, up, down. You might want to get really beautiful textured backgrounds, but you also might want to get plain white backgrounds so it's easier to, to crop it out for the, the work that you're, you're doing, how you're using it. So figure out what kinds of shots you want. Remember to move, to loosen up, have fun. Breathing, deep breaths are important. Be coachable. Take guidance and advice from the photographer. They know what poses look good. There are some poses that I would just never stand that way. That is not how I stand. That's not how I hold my hands, but it looks great in photography. Also pay attention to your energy when you're doing that. Some of those poses are sweet poses, but you want powerful poses. Pay attention to your energy behind that. If you are uncomfortable in front of the camera, and I know I was very uncomfortable in front of the camera, feel that discomfort and do it anyways. Hold yourself to a higher standard. How can you move through this discomfort? Doesn't mean suppress those feelings, but let them pass and say, what if I enjoyed this? What if I owned the camera? What if I owned this moment? What if I owned myself? Ask yourself to work at a higher level and you will. 
will it be perfect perfect the first time out of the gate absolutely not but this is practice this is persistence this is doing it again and again it's an iterative process and that's one of the things that makes someone successful do they iterate do they better their best do they look at what's happened and say that's not for me i'm not good enough and quit doing that thing that doesn't work that's not going to lead you to success you have to experience the discomfort and persevere this is how you get really good at anything in your business today we're talking about brand photo shoots but it could be anything are you receiving the feedback appreciating what works upping your game seeing what you want more of where you want to move to and upping your game and then then actually doing that iterating on that process and you can do this with anything in your business think about the kinds of things that i shared with you just start do the thing do it often keep upping your game keep adding things to the mix maybe you just hire a professional photographer but you don't get new clothes maybe the next time you get new clothes then the next time you get hair and makeup done then the next time you hire the next level team and then you do it more often and then you get more comfortable in front of the camera all of that is iteration all of that is iteration we talked about hiring team are you willing to invest in team your those contractors that are helping you that's team do you have someone on your team that can help direct a photo shoot are you willing to do the next level photo shoot are you willing to invest in yourself and i don't i don't care if we're talking about photo shoots or mentorship or or other kinds of support it's all part and parcel the people who are successful keep investing in themselves and their businesses and they keep stretching themselves so that they become more it's not that you can't do it on your own right there you can you can take a selfie but you'll get further faster if you up your game okay with that rock it out be unstoppable i can't wait to hear what you think about this episode i'd love your feedback let me know if you have any questions you can post in our facebook group the be unstoppable facebook group with any questions you have or uh comment on youtube you know let us know what you thought about this and i'll see you in the next episode okay take care bye Thank you so much for joining us and for being a part of the Unstoppable Woman movement. I want to let you know that we've got a ton of free resources for you for scaling your business at theunstoppablewoman.com slash free stuff. Please go ahead and check those out. And we'd also love your help in getting the message out. Share this podcast with all the unstoppable women in your life, your friends, your colleagues, your business besties. Please do that. And if you're game, we'd super duper duper appreciate a review on iTunes as well. Thanks so much and be unstoppable.